0: Welcome to the Hobby School Podcast. Whether you're a seasoned hobbyist or just getting started, Hobby School is the perfect place to learn something new. My name is Dr. Destiny Cop, and I'm your host of the podcast. But before we jump into our episode for today, the only thing I ask is that if you enjoyed the episode, please share with a friend and give us an honest review on your favorite podcast platform. This helps us get out the content to more people. I also want to invite you to get on our wait list for our next Hobby School Online Learning Summit. These are free to attend, and you can find the link to join at hobbyschool.com, which is also in our podcast show notes. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the episode. And today, my special guest is Masha with Masha Plans, and we're gonna be talking about how to get started with bullet journaling. And Marsha, I'm so excited to chat with you on this subject. But before we get into all the questions I have for you, can you tell the good audience a little bit more about you and your business and how you help people?
1: Hi, so I'm super excited to be on your podcast. Mm -hmm. Uh, And sure, I'd be happy to share a little bit of my background. So just to be clear, I am not an organized person. Um my life was a complete mess, and I didn't have um any idea where things were going. I'm not a creative person. I don't really have like any special talents or something. Uh, just just your normal person., <laughs> um, and uh, so I think around two thousand and eighteen, Um, I kind of hit a point of my life where I felt like it wasn't really going somewhere. Like, it's not like I was unhappy, but, uh, but it kind of just wasn't going anywhere. You know, uh, it's like, if you would ask me, what did I do last week or even yesterday, I would have nothing to say for it except for, you know, like I go, I would do my work, I would come back home, I would have some rest and like, that's it. So I was feeling very unfulfilled. And I felt like this disorganized part of myself actually caught up with me. So I felt like I needed change and I needed to actually get organized. And of course, my first idea was to get a planner. uh, But I kind of have a very long history with planners because I always loved stationery. So I always tried to have a planner, but it never really worked. Like it never stuck for more than just a few weeks. So then a friend of mine introduced me to bullet journaling and I read up everything I could on the system. And I was like, okay, so this is what I'm gonna be using. Um, My goal is to get organized, to set goals for myself, to kind of get myself moving in some direction. Um, So, you know, I set my goals, I got my journal and I started doing it and it was life-changing. Yeah, and basically within the first, probably like two months, I already saw things changing like in my life with my mindset. Um, And I kind of felt like I really would like to share that. And I would like to help Others to make it a kind of a smoother journey. Because even though I came there quite prepared, I read a lot of blogs and books, and I did have a very uh, clear vision on what I want to get out of it, Um, I still made so many mistakes and I still had a lot of struggles. So I was thinking that I want to create a space where I can help others to get all the benefits of bullet journaling, uh, but without all the struggles, if you will. And well, how many years has it been? I guess four, four years? <laughs> four years later and here I am. And I'm happy to say that I have thousands of people by now and it's just something that makes me so happy.
0: And you actually mentioned something that I had a question about. So. I'm used to planners and I'm very familiar with planners. In fact, I'm a little bit infatuated with them, but I've always been intrigued by planners versus bullet journals. Can you tell us the difference between the two and when you would choose one versus the other? Right. So I
1: would say the main difference is that planners come kind of pre made. So they have their own limitations. And usually planners come with, well, usually planners are there to help you plan your day, if you will. Uh, With bullet journal, it's kind of more, more things are included in it because basically it's an empty notebook. So you have to create pages inside yourself, which is of course, something that takes a little bit more time than using your standard planner but the thing is that it gives you that extra freedom. So the problem I had with planners for a very long time was that they were quite limiting. Um, Like sometimes I needed more than just to plan, to write my daily tasks. And sometimes I would just get so busy and I wouldn't fill out the week in my planner. And then I would feel horrible for it. Like it's a waste of it's a waste of a planner page. And it was just like, sit there mockingly looking at me, being be like, you failed. Uh, But bullet journal kind of gives you more flexibility with it. So uh, you can create your usual daily planning pages, uh, but you can customize them. Sometimes you need a lot of space. So you create like two page weekly spreads. Sometimes you don't. So you just have like a to-do list on half a page. And more than that, with a bullet journal, you get an opportunity to include other things you need help with. Um, For example, something I really like using are habit trackers and mood trackers, which is something that, first of all, helps me to kind of establish better habits in my life. Uh, So I generally kind of have a better lifestyle. Uh, But Also, mood tracker, for example, is an amazing tool for mental health. So I, when when I had kind of a rough patch, uh, tracking my moods in my bullet journal is what kind of helped me to figure out like what are some of my triggers, um, how am I generally feeling, how can I change things up and feel better. So the bullet journal method is more than just about planning like your standard planner. It's more about uh, encompassing all areas of your life where you need help and kind of helping you build that perfect life, not just make sure that you follow through with whatever are your tasks or your goals.
0: So I, I love that. And I think that's one of the reasons why I buy these planners. But, you know, after a few weeks, I'm like, I'm not filling them out because I just don't feel like they're fitting in with my life and what I'm trying to accomplish, because as you mentioned, there's other things in there and you just lose interest. So I love the idea of kind of moving away from a planner and moving more towards bullet journaling. Can we talk a little bit more about why somebody would want to bullet, you know, use a bullet journal? Well, I think the the thing is that that
1: system Uh, it really encompasses like, well, the bullet journal method is kind of about everything. So um, whatever you have struggles with, the bullet journal can help you with. So if your main goal is just to um, get organized, for example, and make sure you follow through on your tasks, you might just go with a standard planner. Uh, But if you find there are some other areas in your life where you need help, then the bullet journal might be a better option, because uh, it kind of can help you with practically anything. I always say that the limit to what your bullet journal can do for you is your imagination, because you can create anything you want in your planner, and I, I think... I think it's kind of a more of, um, um, maybe I would even say that it's more of like a lifestyle planner because it helps you with your health, with your fitness, with your mental health, uh, with your work, with your kids, with your house chores, like everything. Um, of course, it has its own, uh, difficulties, like the fact that you actually have to set up the pages, which, it doesn't have to be like that super long process. It can be easy. But uh, I don't know if you're not that kind of person who wants to do that. Then, well, maybe bullet journaling is not for you. Uh, but generally, I I think I think most of people should kind of give it a chance and see if it works for them or not. Uh, just because of that fully customized uh, thing. Um, fully customized, fully customizable feature. Um, Because if you've been trying a lot of different planners and none of them work for you, that's probably because what you need is not the standard that they release. But with Bullet Journal, you can do it yourself. You can make it fit your own thing. And I think that's like the most amazing thing about that system. So I say... Everyone should give it a try. But of course, my
0: opinion is a little bit biased. (laughs) Well, you definitely have convinced me. So I am ready to get started. Actually, I was like thinking about, I think I'm going to go to your website after we call, after we talk here and figure out, you know, go, go buy my stuff. But what would you do to tell somebody like me, how should I get started?
1: Hmm.
0: That's a good question.
1: I think the most important thing is to understand why you get it started. Um, Because starting a bullet journal is kind of like starting a new habit, like it's not going to be super easy, smooth sailing. At a certain point, you'll hit that moment where you're like, oh, I don't really feel like doing it or like this doesn't seem very interesting anymore. these things are going to happen. Like with every new habit you try to develop, you will hit the little bumps that will, that some of them might stop you for good unless you have a clear idea on what you want to get from the system and why are you using it. So I think once you get, so I think the most important thing is that you get this solid base and solid understanding on What are your goals? Because ultimately, when you do that, it will help you to figure out what kind of pages to use, to figure out what kind of stationery to buy, um, to figure out how to implement it to your life, and most importantly, to figure out how to create that system that works just for you, for whatever you need help with. Because online you can find thousands and thousands of page ideas, um, and they're fun, but not all of them. And they're fun, but not all of them are going to be something you need. And it's very easy when you get started to just get overwhelmed by it and create like 10 pages every month, which is something I used to do when I started my first journal. And that's a huge mistake. Uh, But if you know exactly what you need, it's easy for you to filter through all the information and find the pages and the the stationery and everything else that you need for your goals.
0: So, would you say that probably some of the first things that I need to do, and I'm I'm I don't know a lot about this, so I'm making some of these assumptions. Would it be to buy a journal that I could actually write in and then? Um, do what kind, what are what are some of the other tools that are used? Do you use pencils, do you use pens, do you use markers? You know, what do what do you oh. use to actually create your pages? Oh, you got me started. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll try I'll try to condense it. Um, obviously
1: I'm not a good example because um, apart from doing it for myself, this is also my business. Uh, so I do have way too excessive collection of stationery. (laughs) So don't look at my collection because that's not what you need. (laughs) Uh, Ultimately, what you need to get started is just one pen and one notebook. And of course, there are tons of recommendations, but honestly, it can be any pen and any notebook. It doesn't have to be a dot grid, which is my favorite format, But it doesn't have to be that. It can be your kid's old notebook that they never used. It doesn't matter. Uh, This whole beauty of the system is that you don't, if you want to, you can have all the colors and markers and highlighters and pencils. You can if you want to, but you don't really need it. And my best advice is not to go like that crazy stationary shopping because when you get started, you don't really know what are some things you are going to enjoy. Um, I, when I When I got started, I went on that crazy shopping spree and I spent way too much money, uh, but I don't really use any of the supplies I bought at the beginning because they were just something I saw online and I was like, oh my God, this is so cool. But it wasn't really my kind of thing. It wasn't my style. It wasn't something I enjoyed. So, they kind of just sit in the box, just so they kind of just sit in the box in the closet somewhere. So, my best tip would be to start with a small collection of supplies, and then, like, when you get the better feeling on what kind of journal style you're going to have and what kind of things you might enjoy, then you kind of might want to invest into more things. To begin with, a notebook, a pen, and if you wanna get some color, just get some markers. My favorite are probably Crayola Super Tips because they come in so many colors. You can use them in so many ways, and they are some of the most affordable markers out there.
0: So as you were uh, going through all that, I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, I think we have all of the stuff already in my house somewhere. I definitely have the markers. We definitely have the journals, probably some old journal type notebooks that kids have or my kids have had from school. So I really think I have it just laying around the house. So let me ask you this. So we have the, the notebook, we have the pen or the markers or whatever we're going to use. What kind of pages if we're just starting out, what kind of pages do you recommend that we start with? Um, Well, I would say the best idea is to
1: start from the basics. Uh, So the basic pages would be a key, which is kind of like a deciphering mechanism for your bullet journal, because the whole like specifics of this system is that every time you enter some data, you have a special symbol next to it. And it kind of helps you like visually understand the information better, because you you, uh, because you assign special symbols to different types of information, like it's a dot for a task. Um, It's a uh, well I use like a triangle for a birthday. Uh, You can use like a dash for a note, whatever symbols you choose to do. uh, It visually really helps you when you look at the page to sort the information right away. So the key is basically um, the place where you write what symbols mean what kind of thing. Uh, So that's a very important part of the system. And that's not the page I, I recommend anyone to skip, especially when they're getting started because as a beginner, you probably don't really know those symbols yet. So it's it's best to have that page so you can reference it until you memorize them. Like by now, I don't really have a key page in my bullet journal because I've been using it for so long. I don't really need that extra reference, but for beginners, for sure. Uh, Another page would be an index. And that's something I think Uh, you might wanna skip or you might wanna use it. It's kind of up to you, but that's not something I personally use at the moment. And that's basically a table of content because the whole beauty of this system is that um, when you need to create a new page, you don't don't need to like divide your journal into equal parts. Uh, You just create a new page on the first empty page you have in your journal. And it can get very messy, unless you have an index. So because the pages uh, can be can be numbered. uh, So basically, every time you create a new page, you just add it to the index. So the way it works is that, you know, you would have, for example, your weekly spreads where you write your weekly to do list. And then like out of nowhere, it's like, oh, my God, we have this family barbecue next weekend. So you make like a huge list of The guests for the barbecue of the food and everything right there on the next page and that's fine and then you turn the page and you keep on doing your own planning and it's easy to lose all this information but again if you have an index you just add it to the index and then you know when you need to find it you just open your index page um another one is a future log. And that's probably one of my favorite pages because it kind of gives you an overview of the year. Um, So it allows you to plan out the year. And I feel like it's especially useful when you're like a parent and you have uh, all those schedules, like your kids' holidays, uh, your vacations, your husband's vacations, because this is basically the things you add to your future log. It's the things that are going to happen during the year, which you know for sure they will. So I don't have kids, <laughs> uh, but I usually add some of my payment deadlines, uh, birthdays, holidays, um, any other like important dates I have during the year. Uh, and it's, it's kind of a useful way to plan for the future because you don't always um, get... Like when you, for example, if I have this month right now and then I get an appointment for next month, future log is the place where I'm gonna write it because I obviously cannot write it in the current month since there is no space for it. Um, And so once you're done with the future log, you go to your standard pages, which is a monthly log and a weekly log. So monthly log is just an overview of the month with kind of more details. So in future log, you will write kind of bigger events. In a monthly log, you write all smaller events, like more details, like, oh, yes, like tomorrow I'm going for a coffee. And this weekend we are going, I don't know, to a park walk with my dog or whatever it is. So monthly log is a place where you plan out your month and you just write whatever appointments and little things you have planned. And well, weekly log or a daily log, you can do either. I prefer to plan by week because I like to have an overview of the week so I can kind of plan my tasks equally for each day. Um, uh, But yeah, and then the week is where you plan your week. Um, There are a lot of other pages, and what I always say is give them a try. I think you never, I mean, you you can have an idea on what are some things you need help with, but you don't really know if the page is going to work for you or not until you try it. So I always encourage people to try the new pages. But the key here is not to overdo it. So when you you get started, you might want to try all of these pages, but this is just going to turn your bullet journaling into a chore, and you never want it to be that. So um, try new pages, but, you know, try one new page a month, and then, you know, review, see if it's something that worked for you, if it's something that didn't, if it didn't, out with it. And of course, always, And of course, it's always important to remember that even though I mentioned those pages right now that I think are kind of uh, the essential pages, it's really up to you. So bullet journal is fully customizable and there is no right way to do it. It's you, it's your journal, you do it your way. So um, a lot of people are using weekly spreads, but it might not be something that you need. Maybe you don't actually need to plan week by week. Maybe you just have your monthly spread and the list of the things you want to do per month and that's it. And that's fine. Don't kind of be afraid or pressured into doing things the way most of people do it. Kind of experiment, change things up and try to find your own way uh, to create your own planner that works for your personal needs.
0: So, so Masha, I love all those that you gave us, I wrote them all down, have a key page in this index page, uh, a future page, a monthly page, a weekly log, and um, kind of play around with and try out others and see if they work for us. So all good tips. Now, before we wrap it up here today, do you have any last minute tips for somebody who is thinking about dipping their toes into bullet journaling? Um, So I think
1: as a last tip, I just wanna talk about several kind of misconceptions that are out there about bullet journaling. Um, And I feel like a lot of these things are stopping people from even giving it a chance. So uh, one of the things, we, we already talked about the idea that you have to buy all the stationery, which you don't. Uh, the idea that it has to be done a certain way, which it doesn't, you do it your own way. Uh, but I think a very important uh, last point I want to make is that a lot of people feel like they have to be artistic to have a bullet journal. Because once you open like Instagram and Pinterest, you see all those like absolutely incredible incredible pages where people spend hours drawing like almost art pieces in their bullet journal. And so a lot of people look at it and they feel like, oh, so that's how it's done. And I'm not artistic to do that. So this is not for me. But that's completely, completely wrong. Like the creative aspect of bullet journaling is out there. And if you want to be creative in your journal, you can but it's not a must have. Like, if you actually look at their original system, uh, you will see that it's extremely minimalistic. Uh, there wasn't even any color, it's just a pen and a notebook. So, uh, my last big message is that you don't really have to be an artist to start a bullet journal. And if you actually do want to be creative, um, There is a way to teach yourself to be creative. Uh, Like when when I started my bullet journal, all I can do is probably draw like a smiley face (laughs) and my handwriting was absolutely unreadable. Like doctor's handwriting, that was me. (laughs) Uh, But once I started my bullet journal and I realized that I really enjoy the creative side of it. So I started training myself and here we are. So creativity, if you want to develop it, it's a muscle. So you kind of just need to work on it. Um, Yeah. So that's my last big message. So you don't have to be creative, but if you do, it's something you can learn. It's not like some
0: talent that you have to be born with. Well, that's definitely good news for me because I am not artistic and I do have Doctor Sam writing, so So there you go. So before we hang up here today, Masha, can you tell people where they can find you if they want to learn more about bullet journaling?
1: Sure. So uh, probably the hub for all the content is my website, Mashaplans.com. And I have their page with freebies. Uh, where you can find all the information and all the good stuff to help you get started. Um, I'm also on most of the social media. So it's like Instagram and Pinterest and Facebook and YouTube. All of it is just Masha plans. Uh, so yeah it's all pretty easy and I'd be happy to see you among my community
0: (laughs) and we will make sure that those links are in the show notes for the audience and I know that you have a free gift for them also with the free printables and we'll make sure that link is there also so thank you so much Masha, for joining me today I loved hearing a little bit more about bullet journaling and what exactly it is Thank you so much for having me. I'm always
1: excited to share my knowledge on bullet journaling. And well, I hope you'll get
0: started too. (laughs) I certainly will. Thank you so much for listening today. Don't forget to sign up for the waitlist so you'll be the first to know when our next free Hobby School Online Learning Summit launches. The link is in the show notes for this episode or you can go to hobbyschool.com and that's hobby school with school without an H in it. Talk soon.